Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammie. Hello, Cammie. Hello, Bryant. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? I am excellent. Thanks for asking. Uh, everyone, Mystery is a podcast where we like to take myths and legends, stories, and give you the, the tale behind that and then some of the information, facts, if they're there, whatever I can find, whatever I can scrape off of the internet. And today we've got a, an interesting tale because it's it's not really like a, a myth, but it's definitely in, insanely interesting. So uh, we we had been <laughs> in a pre-Halloween spookathon last <laughs> couple weeks but we're 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 gonna be a little normal in september to to get you anticipated for the actual spookiness of october which is always really fun but today's myth or story is about this uh quite legendary hero or, or legendary figure uh his name is yasuke that's how, what he was known as and he is the probably the only black man and, and he was an african man to go to japan uh and become a, a samurai and it, it's it's an interesting story I, I i in my notes i put at the top it's a story of speculation so there's a lot of speculation behind it but we do have some facts and some information and i think cammy's got a little there's not like a traditional sort of like the trials of hercules kind of story we've got but i know you've got something interesting so cammy please regale us with the story of yasuke okay so my source was Talesofawesomeness.com, Yasuke. <laughs> That's, he's pretty <laughs> he, awesome. He was pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't much in the way of records for the early life of Yasuke. He was thought to be from Mozambique, but no one knows for sure. What we do know is that he was brought to Japan by a Jesuit missionary named Alessandro Villano. The relationship between the two was also unclear. He was said to be a page of the Portuguese man, but some reports say he was a slave. Whatever brought him to Japan, there he thrived. He was introduced quickly to Oda Nobunaga, who couldn't believe a person who was so clo who so closely resembled a god was real. He stood at least a foot taller than the average man. All of the villagers went to the church where Yasuke and Al Alessandro were staying and broke down the door to get a better look at the foreigners. This is what made Nobunaga take, a no take notice. The men were invited to share a meal with the warlord, which was a great honor and almost unheard of for people who were not from the area. Nobunaga was quick to ask Yasuke to become a bodyguard for him. He had the man trained as a samurai. There was only one other person who was not from Japan to become a samurai during this time period. Yasuke was the first, and this was a great honor to become a samurai. It took years of training, much like the Spartans, from the time these warriors were little boys, Yasuke made it within a year. Nobunaga and Yasuke were often seen speaking Japanese and enjoying each other's company. All of this wouldn't last. Three years after his first meeting, one of the warlord's trusted men, Akche Mitsude, attacked the temple where Nobunaga was staying. Nobunaga would not succumb to defeat, so he committed suicide. Yasuke was with him when he died and quickly stormed off to the home of Oda Nabun Nobutada. Nabutada. Yeah, that's his son. Nobunaga's son. <laughs> he fought the men who were trying to break into the house, but one man against so many, he was defeated. Nobutada took his life as well. 
Yasuke was captured by the traitors, but was not killed. He was taken to a Jesuit post in India. This was probably a diplomatic move so that Mitsude could re retain relations with the Portuguese and keep the weapons trade open with these Europeans. Yasuke was said to have lived the rest of his life with the Jesuits, helping them spread the religious ideals across Asia, but he was forever known as the African Samurai. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's definitely like the story of Yasuke in a nutshell. Um, this period of time too, <clears throat> so the Sengoku period is kind of what it's called. I'll straight up, it, it, so Wikipedia, of course, and it was really funny because I would, I was looking at other um, like accounts of this, and after after scanning the Wikipedia so thoroughly, I can tell that that's exactly whatever author did. It was basically <laughs> scan the Wikipedia and sort of just put it in a, a fun way for their article for whatever website they were writing for. So um, I've, I, that's that's mainly what I've got going on. I've got a little bit more that I'll talk about later, though. But also, so my introduction to the Sengoku period. Uh, we talked about Guan Yu and uh, a few other ancient Chinese stuff, and and I talked about the Dynasty Warriors games that are really popular that are based off that that era, and that Guan Yu's featured it. Well, the same people that make that game make a game called Samurai Warriors, and it's it's based off of this period of time, and that's so I I I've, I am familiar with the name uh, Oda Nobunaga, his son, all these people are are in this game, and it's dramatized, but it's cool because the story of that game follows this. So I I came into this. With that knowledge, I knew Nobunaga died. I knew he was betrayed by his retainer, uh, Mitsuhide Akechi. One of the few things that people that were able to to trade were the the Portuguese, especially as like Jesuit missionaries. You know, um, Japan was always sort of open, depending on who was sort of ruling and, and, and what area you were in. They, they were okay with like getting outside spiritual scriptures and stuff like that. And the Jesuits um, were, were very uh, persistent on wanting to spread and, and talk. And trade is nice, you know, different spices and all that sort of stuff. So it, it worked out for the most part. But and, and this is like right on the cusp. So the Sengoku period was late 15th to the early 17th centuries. And then basically a little while after that, strict isolation. So Christians would be, you know, banned um, for the most part. And, and almost no Europeans would be able to enter until like basically the end of the industrial era. The, the Portuguese had a very prolific network around West Africa. In fact, we kind of talked about it last episode a little bit, um, but they, they uh, of course, the Atlantic slave trade was really big. And they also had these factorias, these like, factories that they would station all along uh, Africa's coasts throughout it. So that way, they, you know, a ship had plenty of stops and hops. And at, at some point, this man who we, we don't even know his original name, his, his, his given name, but uh, he, they imagine he was from Mozambique, which is sort of like on the I don't know, the, the bottom right of Africa. I can't remember Cardinal Directions East. So Mo, he, he was likely from Mozambique, and they think that it could have been there, – there's a, f a few famous, like, names that kind of sound – or popular names that sound similar to it, like Yasufe um, and things like that. So anyway, he, he ended up on this ship. We don't even know if he was a slave. He could have been like a page. He could have been a slave. He could have just been a crewman or something like that, someone who was working. But either way, he, he did make it um, in 1579. Yasuke gets there. And there, there's two sort of accounts that really prove Yasuke's existence. And that's the one chronicle literally called the Lord Nobunaga Chronicle. He was extremely famous. Um, there's tons of art and he's he's very prominent he was a very prominent man in 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 a similar way that guan yu was um he's kind of seen as like 
I don't want to say villainous, but kind of. He's he's very like intense. Um, and and his clan is still around today too. Um, it's really cool. They they really tie that back. But anyway, we have this Lord Nobunaga account, and then we have um, Jesuit accounts. They were really good at chronicling um, everything. Uh, so we we do have these two accounts of these interactions, and for some reason, Yasuke was basically yeah, Nobunaga was able to take him on, and, and not just take him on as a slave, but take him on as a retainer. And so so when we say, I want to emphasize that because it's it's even kind of more important for Yasuke because he 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 became like nobility. For, for Nobunaga as a retainer of his. He, he was given like a lump sum, I think by Nobunaga's son, uh, of money, and then, and then he just kind of stayed on. And um, he became, according to these records, he became like an armsman, an arm bearer. I don't know what the responsibilities would have been. I'm guessing he just kind of oversaw like an armory of some kind for Nobunaga. That's sure. what I imagine it would be. But he, he had responsibility and he was he was trusted by Nobunaga, one a, a very ambitious man. If 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 Nobunaga was betrayed during this period by his retainer uh, Mitsuhide and uh, you you said he killed himself, Mitsuhide actually forced him to kill himself. So when 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 he betrayed Nobunaga, he cornered him, he made him kill himself and then that's yeah, these everyone, you know, they scrambled to go to his son. That's sort of the last of it. We we everything else beyond that is essentially uh, speculation and theories. Like I said, the proofs there with Nobunaga's account, the Jesuits accounts, there's also a lot of 17th century or a handful of 17th century art that depicts a black man it, like in it. And it's it's in like the – you've seen like those old Japanese pictures and things like that of like gods or, or geisha or samurai. They're, they're very interesting. And there's, there's a man there. And, and it's in those pictures too, Wikipedia kind of notes that it may be him specifically because – the person who's depicted isn't definitely isn't like a, a subservient. It's it's uh, a man wearing nicer clothes, and so you imagine the Portuguese ships and these other trading ships that are allowed. They might have crewmen that are black or, or of African descent that may be slaves. They probably wouldn't be well dressed. They, I mean, they, if you're on a ship for how long, you know, you're not really caring how how well you look. And they, you might get a peek at them as they're unloading or loading the ship, and you might want to. As an artist, you might do a woodcut or something like that. But these men were were well dressed, so it, it very well could have been Yasuke. And, and like he's he's really been infused with Japanese culture in in several different ways. Um, in the 1960s, there was a book that was written just about him. It's a children's book, and it wasn't. It, it was just about this legendary figure, this this unique figure who kind of came a foreigner who came to Japan, which is not usually praised. You know, it's it's usually negative if you're a foreigner um, in Japan. Uh, but for this man, it really was, and and he was he was six foot two according to like they they recorded his height in Nobunaga's um, account, and so not only was I mean he, that's pretty big in general. That's pretty tall. And so, and in this account, where the average uh, Japanese citizen wasn't going to be that tall, so he was. He was a tall dude, and and he was this imposing guy. And I think Nobunaga just thought he would be a really cool dude. And Yasuke likely learned Japanese as well as everything else. So it, it, you're right. He, in such a small time, if you think about Knights and any any sort of movie you might have watched, yeah, like from childhood, these these kids are groomed to be knights. You know, to to learn chivalry, to do that. So. For Yasuke to shift his lifestyle from whatever it was, Jesuit assistant uh, on a ship or even a slave, to to go from that to this samurai, where again he's not he's not running around the streets in a hakama with a samurai sword. He's he's uh, he's a, a a governor. He's he's 
you know, there, there's so much to it. And to be infused in the culture like that is, is just absolutely wild, especially in this time. I thought it was really interesting that he did know Japanese. Uh, I didn't realize the world was like that connected. <clears throat> yeah, you know? well, they talked about it, how it's it's unlikely that Nobunaga would have learned Portuguese, which is what the what he would have, what Yasuke likely would have known as Portuguese. And it's sure. very unlikely that Nobunaga would. Nobunaga probably learned classical Chinese. If if you remember, like in England, especially after the Norman invasion, how French was the, the royal language, but the commoners spoke English. Sure. That's how it was, sort of in Japan. A, a classical Chinese was sort of the the French of of Japan in this time, medieval Japan. And and so Nobunaga likely would have known that. And there's a chance that Yasuke could have known classical Chinese just through the Jesuit missions. And you know, the Jesuits were also active in China, in India. But slave or not, would you rather be like some dude on a boat, like with the Portuguese or uh, a rich dude in Japan? You know, it, it, it's just wild. It's such a there's just not many stories that I'm aware of um, this way. And I'll, I'll, I I kind of forgot to mention, too, the way this story came to me. And so there was a, there was a Reddit thread and Yasuke, the figure of Yasuke, was talked about. And I'm, I'm pretty sure the thread was about the fact that um, actor Chadwick Boseman was, was set to play him. Um, now, Chadwick Boseman unfortunately passed away recently due to cancer. And he's a South Carolina native where we're from. So it, it's very painful to, to hear that uh, Bozeman was gone. I absolutely loved him in Black Panther. And to hear that he was going to be uh, Yasuke was really cool. And they, the, the Tom Cruise Last Samurai is set a little bit after this. Yeah, it's like 18th century, so a couple hundred years after this. But to have a movie in that kind of setting, but with a much more interesting story, well, not Last Samurai is not bad, but with, an, or with a really unique story, especially because we don't have any like kind of global films that feature this era, the Sengoku, but to have a, a, a film with such a big actor in the same vein as The Last Samurai that's about this stuff, where you have really strong Japanese actors, really strong Western actors, that would have been really cool. And it, it, so I looked, Deadline.com says that uh, Bozeman was officially set to play. I couldn't find anything other official about that. So um, I don't think Bozeman ever came out and said, yes, I'm going to play Yasuke. I'm sure the contracts were coming out and stuff like that. But likely the film will still come out and they'll find someone else to play it. And I'm sure it will be an amazing film. So hopefully in a year or two, when you watch the film and you're inspired, you look up on podcasts and you're listening to this now as we're here in September of 2020. Um, I hope that uh, the film is good, as as good as the story is. They've got so much to work with. There's a lot they can do here because, like I said, th- there's, there's theories beyond everything. Um, it wasn't confirmed he was killed after um, Mitsuhide you know, went and killed Nobunaga's son. It is likely he probably would have just been sent to the Jesuits. And uh, I, I, like I said, I don't think that those, the the um, churches and all that, I don't think they stayed much longer because of the isolation policy that was, in, you know, impending. Well, in the thing that I read, it said, it called the Jesuits barbarians. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So maybe during that time period, there was kind of a shift in thinking about them as well. Yeah. So I think a lot of it too was like Christianity wasn't always accepting of the the values that these nations had. I, I'm listening to Grant Hardy, Professor Grant Hardy. I'm listening to this philosophical, the ancient or um, Chinese or Asian philosophical origin thing. It's this lecture that you can listen to. Um, just look up Professor Grant Hardy. It's one of the first things you see when you Google it. And he, he actually has spoken of 
the political attitudes and stuff like that. And he mentions the Jesuits that came in and their, their information and their work is super invaluable. Um, it's actually where we get the names like Confucius. That's, that's like a Latinized name of his, his of uh, Confucius, like of, of the band's name, his, his real Chinese name. I did not. Yeah. Know I, and I, okay. I, you think about it too, Confucius isn't, that's not Chinese, but it, it's, it's sure. like Kong, Kong something is his Chinese name. But when you, when you translate it into Latin, it's, it's how you Latinize it in the same way that like, you know, when you take a Greek and uh, word that you, you change to Latin, like Hercules, Heracles, it's that same sort of transformation. But, you know, Con- Confucius, his, his influence, his writings were so important. So these Jesuit priests were translating it and they, they translated his name too, just to kind of make sense as well. But I said that I have some theories uh, there was Wikipedia talks about this 2013 investigation by um, Discovery of the World's Mysteries. It's a, a popular television program. I think it looks like it was a Japanese program. And that's the one that thought about the uh, it's a Makua name of the Makua people um, near Mozambique. Um, Yasufe is the name, which could be a change of uh, a more popular Mozambican name, Isufo. But they don't cite anything. They're just kind of speculating. Uh, uh, even the Makua people are not really documented to have any significant content contact until like after uh, Yasuke is in Japan. Other people speculate he could be of the Yao people in inland Mozambique or the Habshi people from Ethiopia. So again, I mean, with with the network, the wild network at, at the time, it's not unheard of. I mean, when we, we have these records of Portuguese and, and other European traders coming into Japan very sparingly, and that's how it's kind of easy to detect. And the Jesuits did keep really great records on everything. We don't really know what happened to him after his his lord died, after Nobunaga died. Likely he just kind of returned to the Jesuits and either left or just lived out because the, they weren't – the isolation policy wasn't 100%, I think, until – about 100 years after this, but the, the, the attitudes had definitely moved that way. It was said that um, Akechi, I mean, it wasn't a fan of him. What did um, Wikipedia quote? I think it was quoted from, yeah, when Yasuke was presented to Akechi, this is, I'm quoting Wikipedia, the warlord allegedly said that the, the black man was an animal as well as not Japanese and should thus not be killed, but taken to the Christian church in Kyoto. Um, however, there is some doubt uh, regarding the credibility, and there's no further written information. So I guess that's the written – that's the alleged written record, um, likely from the um, Nobunaga's uh, origins. Well, you have to think, too, there's probably some jealousy going on there if this stranger comes in. Yeah, you know, it's controversial. A in a year. A for, uh, making a foreigner your retainer. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's, it is, it's extremely controversial. And it's, it's all, it just makes it all the more amazing that he did this. Uh, again, if, if you're listening to this in the future and you've seen the movie, hopefully it's good. <laughs> we'll, maybe Cammy and I will go see it uh, together if the world ever gets itself sorted out. But, uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman, I would have loved to have seen him play this character. I think he would have done a fantastic job. Maybe he would have needed heels, though. I don't know if he's 6'2". I don't think so. But um, <laughs> it's, again, we're, we're sad to hear Chadwick passed. And this was a, a really a shame to miss out on this. But Yasuke, the samurai, he's, he's a really interesting figure, a huge outlier, like I've said. Uh, so feel free to – there's plenty to more look into. We've we've pretty much covered everything there is as far as information, unfortunately. So hopefully when the movie does come out, it uses some of this speculation and this wiggle room to really flesh out the story and give us some more information uh, in, in theory. So – but thank you, Cammie, for arranging these speculative facts um, around in a cohesive story. <laughs> 
your pronunciation was quite good of Yasuke. Not it's it's spelled like Yasuki, but yeah, Yasuke. I learned that thanks to Naruto when I was a kid. Thank you, Naruto, for teaching me how to read <laughs> Japanese names. Uh, well, everyone, uh, thanks for joining us here. We hope you enjoyed it. Please let us know if you've got any suggestions for what you want to hear from us, any myths or legends. Our Facebook uh, page is probably one of the best ways, but we're also on Twitter and Reddit. Please rate us, review, subscribe, all that great stuff. I think that's about it. Yeah, Cami. I think so. Awesome. Well, everyone, thanks again, and we will see you next time. Oh!